Step 3. Trust. Week 1, Day 1. An Important Decision. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, if you are good and you love me, make me into who you created me to be. God loves you. He is on a rescue mission for you. God wants to bring you into an intimate relationship with Him and fulfill His purpose for you. He wants you to freely love Him and allow yourself to be freely loved by Him. God wants you to choose to trust Him. Step 3, Trust, says, We decide to trust God with our lives and wills by accepting His grace through Jesus Christ. Step 3 is central to your recovery. Because of your sinful nature, you are powerless to manage sin by your own abilities. Step 1. Also, you have come to believe that God is the power who can restore you. Step 2. Now, you must decide if you are going to trust God to heal you by His method. Step 3. Steps 4 through 12 are God's healing plan that come from your decision to trust Him. Therefore, Step 3, Trust, is important because all other recovery steps either lead to it or are a response to it. At times, God's steps for recovery may not make sense to you. You may not feel like taking these steps because they are difficult or scary. But step three is a decision to trust God, even if you don't feel like trusting Him. It is having faith that God will make things right in His time. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. List some feelings you have about trusting God with your life, safety, material needs, eternal life, etc. Question 2. List some feelings you have about trusting Him with your will, plans, hopes, desires, purposes, etc. You learned in Step 2 that your beliefs affect your decisions and actions. A deeply held belief will help you face and move through fear, while lack of trust or doubt may hinder your growth. The same is true of your belief and trust in God. Psalm 56 verses 9 through 11 says, This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise. In the Lord, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? You also learned in step two that your belief about something does not make it true or false, reliable or unreliable. Something is true or false by its own nature, not because you believe it to be so. There have been so many different things spoken about Jesus that you may not know what to believe about him, let alone trust him for healing. His name has been used and misused for good and bad things, since the time he walked on earth. There are many ideas about Jesus that are not biblical, and therefore should not be trusted. This step introduces you to what the Bible teaches about Jesus during his time on earth, his identity, claims, actions, teaching, and events. Our hope is that you will come to believe what the Bible plainly teaches about Jesus. It is important for you to know him for who he actually is, because Jesus came for your recovery. Here are some things that Jesus said about himself in the Bible. In Matthew 11 verses 28 to 29, 
Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yoke is defined as fitted on the neck of oxen for the purpose of binding to them the straps by which they might draw a plow. Jesus says that being yoked with him will ease your burdens. In John 6 verse 35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. In John 10 verse 10, Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. If you are in recovery, there are some parts of your will or life that you have not entrusted to God. Regeneration will help you explore reasons for your doubts, but know that God can be trusted. God, through Jesus, has shown himself to be trustworthy in a spectacular way. Step 2 ended with God promising a way to restore you to him. God kept his promise. The Bible says heaven is available to you as a gift through Jesus. God paid the penalty of your sin, a death penalty, through Christ, and now offers you a personal relationship if you accept his gift of grace. Grace is defined as a free gift from God we don't deserve, God's unearned favor. This gift promises eternal life with God and a fully abundant, peaceful life today. Foundation 3 says, which is from Ephesians 2 verses 4 to 5, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, sins, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Mercy is defined as a pardon for penalty that is deserved, God's restraint toward an offender who is under his power. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 3. Have you heard eternal life with God is a gift, that we are saved by grace? Question 4. Is it difficult for you to accept that eternal life is only available as a gift of grace, unearned, undeserved, and free? Why or why not? Question 5. What feelings rise up in you at the name of Jesus? Why? Question 6. What is your current understanding of the role that Jesus has in your recovery? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to see the truth about Jesus and your way to heaven. Now it's time to take action. Begin to memorize Ephesians 2, verses 4 to 5. If you would like a greater challenge, also memorize the extra mile verse, John 3, verse 16. Schedule a time to check in with your mentor.